In our last episode, Marie had a big decision to make. Should she reach out and touch the sparkling jewel and take her place alongside Joe? Her decision was clear, and I believe her exact words were, I'm, I'm, I'm Aunt Elfie. Yes, Marie, you are indeed Aunt Elfie, now and forever. After all, Marie had reached the end of her earthly life, and she was ready to transition to another place and time. But what about her cat, Jinx, and her little cottage? Well, her neighbors Jamie and Brian were, as she put it, Like the children I never had. And so she left her home, her belongings, and her beloved Jinx to their care. A wise decision. And Frankie, Jamie and Brian's dog, was certainly happy to share a home with Jinx. So now, it's years later, and three new dogs have come to live with Jamie and Brian. Do you remember their names? Of course you do. Bizzo, Bindi, and Crikey. Crikey woke up and ran to the bell that was hanging beside the back door. He needed to pee, and he knew that if he hit the bell with his paw, a two-legger would come and open the door that led to the deck, which led to three steps, which led to the yard where he would find his relief. Peering through the windowed door, Crikey could see that something looked different outside. Bindi barked with excitement. It's the white fluff! Where did you come from? Crikey asked with surprise. I was going to pounce on you, Bindi said with a sly smile. Bizzo slowly stepped between the two young dogs. Bindi, did you say something about white fluff? Yes, yes! Bindi said with excitement as she bounced up and down, wildly batting the bell. Don't you see it, Bizzo? Bizzo sighed with a wistful smile. <sighs> Not really, but I can tell something is different in the air. I was hoping I would see the white fluff again. Crikey was puzzled. What do you mean, Bizzo? Before she could answer, one of the two-leggers shuffled to the door. Oh, look! It snowed overnight! Jamie yelled over the barking dogs. Brian, wake up and get the camera! This is Crikey's first snow! <laughs> okay, dogs, move out of the way so I can open the door for you. A blast of cold air rushed in as Bindi and Crikey rushed out. Bizzo stood at the threshold, momentarily sniffing the air. Ah, yes. It is indeed the white fluff, she said to herself as she gingerly stepped onto the snowy deck, feeling the cold between her toes. Refreshing, just like I remember. Bizzo could tell the snow was thick as it clung high up on her legs, and she could feel the light flakes land on her nose where they would instantly melt. Mmm, white fluff, she thought as she licked the melting flakes from her nose. Lately, Bizzle's world had looked like a shadow. But she knew what the shadows were by their smell and all her years of living in the same little house. Now, Bizzle could only hear loud noises. But she could still smell when one of the two-leggers was offering tasty treats in the kitchen. Standing at the edge of the deck, 
feeling the cold air brush her face. Bizzle could faintly hear Bendy and Cranky chasing each other through the cold powder around the big yard. Bizzle would join them in years past, but the three steps to the ground were harder to manage than they used to be. Then, suddenly, from the corner of her eye, flash! Bizzle jerked her head toward it. What was that? Woof, woof! She quickly turned. Nothing. Then, seconds later, Bizzle felt a vibration behind her. Out from the door and onto the deck came the two-leggers. It's magical! exclaimed Jamie. Oh, it's cold, Brian said with a yawn. Okay, let's get some pictures of the dogs in the snow, and then we'll go back inside and make morning hot cocoa. Brian smiled a sleepy smile. Sounds like a plan. Let's start with our old girl here. Bizzle recognized this routine of looking toward the object one of the two-leggers would hold while the other would hold a treat just above it. Then, as soon as she'd look at it, she'd get the treat. Even though Bizzle could now barely make out the shadow, she knew what to do. Good, Bizzle! Brian clicked the camera as Jamie gave her the treat. Brian and Jamie turned to the yard and watched Bindi and Crikey plow through the fresh snow. Wow! Look at them go! Okay, dogs, come! I want a picture of them all together. Oh, I didn't know we were going to be so ambitious before Coco. It won't take long. I'll put Bizzo in the middle to keep Crikey from chewing on Bindi's ears. Okay, dogs, sit, stay... Crikey was having so much fun running in the white fluff, he didn't want to sit, stay, and complain to Bindi. What are they doing? Just do it. We'll all get treats. Yes. The more we sit still, the more treats we get. Bizzle, Bindi, and Crikey sat on the snowy deck while Jamie and Brian oohed and awed as they pointed the camera at their beautiful dog family and doled out treats. Brian lowered the camera. I think we are properly documented now. Let's make Coco. <laughs> okay, dogs, go play. Bindi and Crikey bounded off the deck and continued their game of chase. Bizzle felt the two-leggers go in the house. Like so many winter days, the crisp, fresh air was a welcome feeling on her face. She relaxed down into the soft white fluff and closed her eyes. She thought she might just doze off when suddenly, flash, she heard a familiar voice. Bizzle! Startled, she lifted her nose high in the air. There was no new scent of anything. This is very strange. Uh, I should investigate. Bizzo slowly got up and walked to the edge of the deck. Play with us, Bizzo, yipped Crikey. Bindi proudly pranced by him through the snow, displaying a stick that was twice as long as she. Look what I found, Crikey. Crikey's eyes widened at Bindi's prize. You found it, but I'm going to get it, Crikey woofed as he charged towards her. <laughs> Let's see if you can. Bindi quickly turned, clenching the big stick in her mouth. Crikey came racing beside her, grabbing the stick at the opposite end. Together, they bolted through the powder side by side like a team of runaway horses. Bindi stopped suddenly, changed direction, and with a quick tug,
tug, twist, and pull caused Crikey to lose his grip on the stick. On what was once a pool of water, now frozen solid, Crikey's paws flew out from under him, and he came skidding to a stop on his rear. What is this? he exclaimed as he tried to dig in with his paws. He tried to bite it, but his teeth slid right over the surface. Determined, Crikey pounced hard on it and heard a crack. He grabbed a piece of the broken, shiny and mysterious object in his mouth. It was very cold and hard and tasted like water. The chunk slipped from his mouth and he pounced on it again, only to have it slide from his paws and land in the white fluff. Exasperated, he pounced again and again, and each time the smooth, frozen object slipped from his grasp. Bindi watched Crikey with amusement. Laughing, she rolled into the white fluff over and over. That is what the two-leggers call ice! Crikey looked curiously at the ice, then back at Bindi, who was covering herself in snow. At that moment, Crikey realized Bindi had dropped the stick. Now was his chance. Charging past her, Crikey grabbed the prize and took off running. Hey! A moment later, Bindi was in fast pursuit. Bizzo, still perched on the edge of the deck, could feel the soft flakes swirling gently around her. Listening to Bindi and Crikey's playful barking, their voices at first seemed far away, but then quickly grew closer and closer. In their excitement, Crikey came bounding across the deck, Bindi right behind him. Dogs, stop! Watch out for Bizzo! The thin glaze of ice on the deck caused Crikey to lose his footing. Neither Bindi or Crikey could stop their forward motion. Crikey, watch I out! I can't stop! Oh. <laughs> Flash! A light consumed Bizzo. She was tumbling, her legs pedaled in slow motion. Bizzo felt herself falling into darkness. Come on, Bizzo! Follow me! Bizzo heard a familiar voice. It was the same voice she'd heard only minutes ago. Suddenly, she was running in a field of tall golden grass. She felt unusually strong, and to her surprise, she could see clearly. And she clearly heard the distant voice again. Catch me if you can! It was Frankie running slightly ahead of her. Bizzo had not seen him in many, many seasons, and as she remembered, he certainly could not beat her in a race. Bizzo woofed as she followed her long-lost friend through the meadow. Frankie, I have not seen you in a long time. You are so fast, and what is this wonderful place? I feel so strong and happy. Someone would like to speak to you, Bizzo. Come on! Frankie accelerated, and a deep blue river came into view. Swimming! Her legs pumping full speed toward the water, Bizzo could smell the moist plants that lined its bank. Bizzo? Bizzo, are you okay? Jamie's gentle voice called from far away. All of a sudden, Bizzo felt heavy. The golden meadow, the blue river, and Frankie faded away. Bizzo felt a soreness in her body as she tried to open her eyes. Bizzo, you okay, girl? I should call the vet. Ask him if we should move her. I'm, I'm not sure what to do. Well, she's a tough old girl. 
She'll be okay. I'm not so sure. They really plowed into her. They, they couldn't stop the ice on the deck. Oh, Bizzo. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's, let's get her inside right now. Okay, all right. Uh, be, I, careful. We'll, be careful. We'll call the vet as soon as we get in, but let's get okay. her comfortable, okay? Yes, okay. Bizzo was lying on her pillow with a two-legger cradling her head. It felt comforting, warm, and loving. Bizzo blinked as Bindi and Crikey came into view. Bizzo, it was an accident, Crikey said anxiously as he nuzzled his nose to her ear. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to run into you. Well, you did. You should have paid attention to where you were running. Well, you were teasing me to get the stick. Yeah, well... You should have watched where you were going. I was watching. I couldn't stop. It was the stupid ice. I hate ice. Bizzo raised her head, remembering that she had been standing on the edge of the snowy deck. <sighs> Bindi, Craggy, neither of you is to blame. I couldn't see clearly. I'm old. My senses aren't as sharp as they used to be. It was an accident. Sometimes things just happen. Please, don't fuss at one another. Bizzo paused. She closed her eyes and then opened them again, trying to figure out what just happened and where she had gone. Oh... I must have been dreaming. I dreamt I was in the most amazing place. I was running with my old friend Frankie in a golden yellow field. I haven't seen or played with him since before you both came to live with us. And I don't understand how, but I felt young and strong like you, Crikey. But you just said you're old, Bizzo. I know. It's very strange. Jamie gently caressed Bizzo, unaware of the dog conversation. Then she slowly gazed at all three of them. Oh, Bizzo, I love you. Such a good dog. Such a sweet being. Brian returned with treats in hand. Jamie, the vet said she'd be here just as soon as she can. And hey, while we're waiting, I have a treat for all of us. I made Marie's pecoons yesterday. Bizzo loves these. Brian picked a particularly plump pecoon and knelt beside Bizzo. Here, Bizzo. She sniffed and knew exactly what it was. And as she licked the sweet powdered sugar... She fell back into her dream. Bizzo stood at the edge of the blue water. Golden, tall grass surrounded her. The sky swirled with colors Bizzo had never seen. A wooden bridge linked the shores of the creek, and across it, the grass was a deep green under a light mist that became thick fog in the distance. Bizzo looked up at the swirling colors. On the bridge stood a familiar two-legger, a red cloak draped around her body, 
A jewel hung on a silver chain around her neck, and snow-white hair framed her gentle smile. Bizzo! Bizzo! She called Bizzo's name again, as she seemed to glide over the bridge to where Bizzo stood. The jewel around her neck sparkled brilliantly, like the flashes Bizzo had seen while standing outside on the snowy deck. Bizzo, do you remember me? Bizzo thought for a few moments. Are you? You're Aunt Elfie. You spoke to me on that very special night during the white fluff time of year. Indeed I did. Bizzo, before you were born, I lived in the house where you grew up. <gasps> really? Yes, the same house you now share with Bindi and Crikey. Bizzo's eyes widened. How do you know their names? Oh, I've kept a very special watch on the goings-on in that house ever since I chose to come here. Well, what is this place, Aunt Elfie? Well, that, my little friend, is not a simple answer. Let's call it the beginning and the future. Whatever this place was, it made Bizzo feel a warm glow inside. She felt peaceful. Loved, even joyous. Bizzo, what do you remember about my visits? Well, you told me all about the animals you see on the one special night. And you always left a toy for me to play with. I also have helpers on that night. Often there are those who need a little extra care and kindness. Oh, kindness is the best gift of all. I've been with the same two-leggers my entire life. And they've been wonderfully kind. I'm certainly a lucky dog. And you're grateful, Bizzo. That's an important quality to have. Bizzo and Aunt Elfie smiled at each other. Look on the other side of the creek, Bizzo. Bizzo looked, and across the blue water on the bank stood Frankie with his big, goofy smile and tail wagging. Then through the thick fog came a small figure. It was a calico cat. It's Jinx! The fog stirred again, and Bizzo saw her brothers from so long ago, even her mommy. Then animals of all kinds started to appear through the mist. Rabbits, birds, squirrels, animals that Bizzo had never seen before, big and small. Soon the bank was lined with animals from every part of the earth. This amazing sight energized Bizzo. She felt light and happy, and she could see and hear perfectly. Aunt Elfie's jewel sparkled brightly around her neck as she spoke. Bizzo, you are wise and have many lessons to share. I would like for you to help me bring the gift of love and kindness to animals all over the world. Bizzo was taken completely by surprise. Here was Aunt Elfie asking for her help in this amazing place, and there, just across the bridge, was Frankie, her oldest and dearest friend. But what about Bindi and Crikey? Oh, they still have lessons to learn before they can join us. But time will pass, and they will join us. Bizzo looked back across the water. Frankie was jumping up and down. She could hear his familiar bark echoing to her. I think I would like to chase Frankie again and play with my brothers and, and lick my mommy's face. 
Well then, let's go see them, Bizzo. And they both glided over the bridge under the sky of swirling colors to the green bank beneath the mist. So there they were, Bizzo and Frankie, barking and running alongside each other, just like the old days. I tell you, it's a sight I never get tired of seeing. Ha ha ha! Bizzo's Holiday Secret was written and produced by Bonzer Productions, starring the voices of John Polk, Diane Wasnock, and Barb Polk, recorded at Big Bear Studios, editing and sound design by John Polk, music from Envato's Audio Jungle, original cello and violin music by LaTanya Peoples, artwork by Karen Gersh, copyright Bonzer Productions 2022.